Several years ago, I went through a major life event. It was a complete disruption of my life as I knew it. In the midst of it, I also had a crisis of identity. I didn't know who I was anymore. I also didn't know that that season would be the beginning of my journey of self-discovery. God, in his compassion and love, began to teach me and affirm me in the truth of who I really am. And as I began to discover the real me, I began to feel stronger. I was encouraged. I had hope. And I started learning what my purpose in life is. I want you to discover your identity and purpose too. I want you to know why God created you for such a time as this. There is power in knowing who you are. You matter. You have a purpose. Hi, I'm Delana McMillan, and this is the Power of Your Life podcast. Hey, family, how are you? I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know it's been a while since my last episode, and I really apologize for the cadence just being so unpredictable. My life has shifted, and God has been doing some new things in my life lately. I shared before with you all that I recently became an entrepreneur and started a life coaching business. In addition to that, working on content for the podcast and sharing content on Instagram, I've also been busy putting together my third book for publishing. Not sure if you all know this, but I already have two books out there. My first book is a collection of poems that I wrote called Love, Life and Roller Coasters, which you can find on Barnes and Noble. And that's an ebook. And my second book is called The Power of Your Smile. And you can see that on paperback or as an ebook um, on Amazon. Now, my upcoming third book is a devotional and a journal. And it consists of 30 devotionals that were written to encourage you as you go through tough seasons in your life. It'll be something that you can just pull out and just flip through and find something that will really speak to you about your, about peace, about trusting the Lord. And um, I'll share more and more details about it soon. But for now, um, I'll, I'll say that it has really has already been a great resource for me. It's blessed me. Each devotional has a scripture, a word of encouragement, a prayer, and a journal prompt to help you reflect and do a little bit of deep inner work, just a little. And my devotionals will be something that you can do personally in your quiet time with the Lord, or you can read them with your family, your friends, or even your small group at church. And I'm really, really excited to get my book out there so you all can be blessed by it. And again, I'll share more details um, very soon. The other thing I've been busy with, as I've mentioned, is growing my life coaching business and working with my amazing clients. My gosh, it has been a wonderful experience. And my clients are seeing great results in building their self-confidence. They're identifying and reframing limiting beliefs. They're enjoying their journey of self-discovery, growing in their faith, so many things. I absolutely love being a life coach, and it really is a great fit for me. 
my personality, and my gifts. If you'd like me to be your life coach, click on the link in my description and select the life coach option to get started. I'd love to work with you. Okay, let's get into this episode, y'all. I'm so excited about starting this series about our identity in God, because I believe so many of us don't really know who we truly are. If you go back to my very first episode in November 2021, I talked briefly about our identity. And it's, it's called, Who Are You Really? I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode as a precursor to this one and to upcoming episodes. It kind of all ties it in together. A lot of us haven't been taught how important it is to know who God says we are. Instead, our identities have been shaped by what the world says or by what our parents say or what our friends say, what our experiences have told us, maybe even what we say to ourselves. Now, there may be some truth in what others say about us, but it's so important that we learn very early on who God says we are and build our identities from there. This is actually something I'm very passionate about because for most of my life, I struggled to know my own identity. There were times people called me things or said things about me that didn't feel right to me. Even when I didn't have the words to explain it, something just didn't sit right. And I didn't know how to process it or to articulate it. I didn't know what to do with it. And for a long time, I felt like there was so much more to me than being a daughter, a sister, a mom, or even an employee. Nothing wrong with those things. But the way that I felt was like I was always an extension of someone else. But I had this nagging feeling in my heart that there was more to me than that. I just didn't know what it was. And so I spent years crying out to God to learn who I really am. And not only that, but what was my purpose for being on this earth? Have you ever felt that way? Like there's more to you than being an extension of someone or something else? Having that feeling that there's just more? When we don't know who we are, we accept whatever people say about us, even if it's negative. That to me is dangerous. Because, and this is the premise of my podcast, and why it's called the power of your life, is because the enemy does not want us to know who we really are. He doesn't want us to learn and embrace what God says about us. Because when we start to embrace and walk in the truth of who God says we are, there is so much power in that. Jesus said that the thief, the enemy, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, one of the things the devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy is our self-perception, which is connected to our confidence. When we accept Christ in our hearts, we become children of God. And as children of God, the Holy Spirit now lives in us. And the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our helper. 
and he teaches us and reveals to us the truth of God and the truth of who we are in him. And we begin to understand that as children of the most high God, we have power and authority over the enemy through the finished work of Jesus. Because Jesus came and destroyed all the works of the devil, he no longer has power over us. The devil is a defeated foe in our lives. And this is what the enemy doesn't want us to know, that as children of God, the enemy really is powerless because we have the power and the authority over him. And when we begin to embrace and walk in this truth, we begin to show up to situations differently. We speak differently. We can declare the word of God over our circumstances in faith and proclaim victory in the mighty name of Jesus. But we must learn who God is and we must learn who we are. So this is why I'm excited to do this series, because we're going to start discussing who we are in God. And it's my prayer and my hope that you begin to affirm yourself with these truths as we dig into them. Now, I don't know how long this series will be, because honestly, who God says we are, there's so many things. We're just going to keep going until God tells me to close out the series. I hope that along the way, you will be strengthened and encouraged and feel more confident about who you are in God. And I hope that you'll begin to reject anything that anyone says or any voices that come into your head that is the opposite of what you learn through this series. And you begin to replace those lies with the truth. So let's get into it. Now, the first thing I want to clear up is that our identity is not about what we do. It's about who we are. For a long time, I thought that my job was my identity. But when that job was taken away, and because I didn't know my identity at that time, I had a major identity crisis. And that's when my journey really began on God teaching me about identity. And it's been a life-changing experience. So that's what I want to say first, is that our identity is not what we do. It's who we are. I believe what we do is tied to our calling, which are our assignments. I believe our calling is more about what God wants to accomplish in the earth through us. And we can have more than one calling. For example, I'm called to motherhood, to being a podcaster, to being a sister in the family that God put me in to being an author, and more recently called to be a life coach. When those assignments shift or change, what remains should always be who you are, which is your identity. So the first thing that I want to do as we begin this identity series is for us to go back to the beginning, to the creation of mankind 
we need to have a solid foundation to build on before we can dig deeper into discussing our identity in God. The first thing you need to know about your identity is that you are God's creation. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, we read about the beginning of all creation. Starting at verse 3 through verse 25, we read how God spoke creation into existence. For example, he created light and the distinction between night and day. He separated the waters from the sky, from the waters on the earth. He gathered waters on the earth together and called them seas. He created dry ground and called it land. He created seed-bearing plants and trees. He created the sun and the moon and the stars. He created sea life and birds. He created animals on the land. Then in verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Now, in this context, the word man means mankind, not the gender of a male. It means human beings. And verse 27 goes on to say, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 further says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. This is a powerful scripture, and it speaks to how special and significant we are. With all the other things that God created, he spoke them into existence. He created everything from nothing. Let that sit in for a second. God created everything from nothing. With us, mankind, he not only spoke us into existence by his word, creating us from nothing, but he formed us with his hands. He molded us in his hands as a potter does clay. First, he created us from nothing, then formed us from something he already made the dust. And he didn't stop there. We now had a body, but we were lifeless. And according to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, when God breathed his breath of life into us, then we became a living soul. Mankind, you, me, us, are the only things in creation that the Bible says God formed with his hands. And breathed his life into and gave us a soul. We have a mind, emotions, senses. We can reason and think. We can feel and express ourselves. We can make decisions. So this is how God created us. We didn't evolve from another species. We were created and formed by God's hand. This is important to know, so there's no question or confusion on where we came from. We were created by God. 
So the first thing you need to know about your identity is that you are God's creation. The next point I want to share is that not only did God create us, but he knows us. When God speaks to us, he speaks to us based on who we really are, not based on who other people see or even how we see ourselves. He looks beyond our circumstances, our actions, our behavior, and he speaks to the person he knew we were before he formed us. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 gives us a glimpse of this. In this verse, God is talking to a young man named Jeremiah as he's calling him to be a prophet, again giving him an assignment. God tells him, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. In this powerful and divine moment where God calls Jeremiah, he tells him, before you were even born, I knew all about you. I already sanctified you, set you apart unto me. Before you were born, you were already ordained to be a prophet. This is something that I already knew about you before you were even born. Now, we'll get into this a little bit later, but because God created us and knows us, he also knows why he made us. He has a purpose for why he created you and me. There is something he has created and ordained for us to do. Up until that point, Jeremiah probably didn't even know that he had a purpose, much less what it would be. And again, God spoke to Jeremiah not based on how others saw him or even how he saw himself. God spoke to him based on his true identity and purpose. He spoke to Jeremiah based on the entirety of his existence. We can apply this profound scripture and truth to ourselves. God wants us to know that before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew us. Psalm 139 speaks more about just how intimately God knows us. It's so beautiful. Verses 1 through 4 says this. It says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every moment of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey even begins. Oh, love it. Verse 13 says, You, talking about God, made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. And then verse 15 and 16 goes on to say, you watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. This speaks so well of just how deeply God knows us, which is very comforting to anyone who struggles with not feeling seen or understood. 
And I can definitely relate to that. I want you to know that even if people don't understand you, God understands you. He knows you in your truest essence, your personality, your dreams, your hopes, your fears, every word you will speak, every action you will take. He knows your past, present, and future. He knows everything about you and he loves you. Not only are you God's creation, but you are seen and known by him. The last thing I want to share today is, as we touched on briefly just a few minutes ago, God knows why he created you. You were created for a purpose. I've said many times throughout my podcast that you are not here randomly. There is a purpose for why you're here. And I believe we'll only really get the answer for why we're here from God, our creator. Just like we saw in Genesis chapter one of how God created everything, everything has a purpose. The sun has a purpose. The moon and stars have a purpose. The ocean and trees and animals, you and me, everything has a purpose. As we read in Jeremiah chapter one, God told Jeremiah that he was set apart and ordained to be a prophet to the nations. Now, the Bible is full of amazing and encouraging stories where God's purpose for someone is revealed, starting with Adam and Eve. We could go on through Genesis to the story of Abraham and how God called him to come out from his family and country and go to a place that God would later show him. God prophesied to Abraham before he even had children that through his wife, Sarah, he would be the father of many nations. It was through his grandson, Jacob, who had 12 sons, that the 12 tribes of Israel would be created, which ultimately became the people of Israel. And then God showed Jacob's son, Joseph, in two dreams that he would one day be in a position of power. And although he went through some very difficult seasons leading up to the fulfillment of those dreams, including being sold into slavery by his brothers and being put into prison for a crime he didn't commit, years later, God promoted Joseph to be the second in command over all of Egypt. Through his position of power, he was able to bless his family and save them because he was able to take care of them during a severe famine. We could look at the story of Gideon, one of my favorites, who God spoke to while he was threshing wheat in a wine press, while hiding out from the Midianites who were oppressing the people of Israel and raiding their food supply and resources. Gideon was hiding out in a wine press, threshing wheat, when the angel of God spoke to him and called him a mighty man of valor. God told him that he was going to defeat the Midianites which he did with God's help. And of course, as we know, Jesus also had a purpose. Because Adam and Eve sinned and disobeyed God by eating fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, their disobedience separated mankind from God spiritually. Jesus was God's redemption plan 
to reconcile us back to himself. By believing in Jesus, we are no longer separated from God spiritually. By accepting Christ, we become children of God. We can now have a personal and intimate relationship with him. Jesus also came to destroy the works of the devil so that sin no longer has power over us. As I said at the beginning of this episode, as children of God, Jesus gave us power and authority over every demonic force that tries to come against us. And Jesus also came to teach us how to live like him, how to walk in his love, how to be Christ-like every day, which is the goal for every believer. And even when we mess up and make mistakes, which we will, we are forgiven. And our goal continues to be more like Jesus every day with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, we touched on three points today and took just to lay the foundation of learning our true identity in God. We know we are God's creation. We know that God sees and knows us. And we know that God created us for purpose. Next time, we'll begin building and adding more bricks, if you will, to the foundation about our identity. And I really hope you'll continue on this journey with me because I do believe that it will bless you. As you know, we're going to close out in prayer. Father God, I thank you so much for this time together. Thank you for wanting us to learn not only who you are, but also who we are in you. I pray that as we learn our identity, that we will reject anything that comes against what you say about us, that we no longer accept it, but we reject it and we replace it with, the, with your truth, which is rooted in your, your perfect love. I pray for every listener. I pray that you meet them right where they are, I pray that you speak to them, affirm them, and encourage them and strengthen them by your grace. Father, I also pray that you meet every need, whether it's an emotional need, mental, physical, spiritual, or financial need, God. I thank you for supplying all their needs according to your glorious riches. I thank you that you are forever our shield, protector, guide, and provider. And God, you never change. I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. I am so excited to start this series with you. I hope you're already starting to feel more confident about who you are in God. If you know someone that has been struggling with knowing their identity, I want to ask that you please share this episode with them so they can be blessed by it too. And if you haven't yet and want to be notified when future episodes drop, please click the follow button and turn on your notifications. And if you're interested in me being your life coach, or if you want to just connect with me on social media, please go to my link in the description. I'm praying for you, family. Let's continue to cover each other in prayer, okay? So until next time, take care of yourselves. God bless you. Bye.